how you kick this off? How do you, what's this going? <laughs> what's up, going? What's up, guys? Welcome to Talk Rice to Me. I am hosting today. My name is Jay. I am Jesse. I'm Christian. I'm Nia. I'm Nicole. And today, we're going to kick it off with the best thing that we always kick it off with, and that's food. Okay? We're going to talk about food. All right? We are in little Vietnam, you know what I'm saying? The eating center is down the road. So I want to ask you guys, where has the best Viet food in America? Shit. Uh, I will say where the best food is not. And that's straight up New York City. That's the most overrated food ever. Uh, Deadass. It's overpriced. And you can have like 3,000 Yelp reviews, five stars. That shit is garbage. Straight no, up. We just talking about Viet food. Viet yeah, food. Yeah, no, straight up. That's what oh, yeah, yeah, I'm talking really? about. Viet food in New York City is probably the worst. Did you go to oh, Madame Bo or something? No, I have not. But it was like some other... Um, some other joint downtown, and she had like five thousand reviews, four and a half stars, garbage. Did you? And hit? It was like overpriced as hell. Did you hear with it? Do my what is this man? What is uh, this? Was, what the hell is I was, this? I was hung over, man. I was just pissed, bro. I was just like, <laughs> I want to go home now. I'm pretty sure you went to Madame Vo. Oh really? Your people. So Someone, you your distant cousin <laughs> probably opened it. Wait, but the, the, yeah, the secret <laughs> in New York though is you don't go to those like really, really popular ones. You like find the hole in the wall. Not really hole in the wall, but. But the really authentic, it's not the ones that have the most reviews because that's where all the tourists go, and then then it blows up. Mm-hmm. So, but there are there are the, like the hole in the wall ones that you gotta look for. Okay, what about you, Miss Madame Vo? I think um, in Southern California, Little Saigon, Westminster, so the city's called. Yeah, I, they have the best Vietnamese food, but they also have the biggest Vietnamese population. I think uh, some people say that. D- the DMV or Falls Church got some of the best via food in the country, so you don't believe that? No, I mean, I they have, like, specific types of Vietnamese food that we can't get here. Like, there's certain porks or whatever that they can get out there in California that we can't get here. So I think and, it's better. And the, uh, what you call it, the snails, the coconut snails. Mm-hmm. Oak, oak you remember, we, we went there together. It was yeah. delicious. Yes. And then those razor clams, when they served it on the hot plate, Oh, and then that uh, what's what was that really really um that 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 fish the we catfish. Got? Catfish. catfish that we made into the spring rolls. Those spring yeah. rolls, yeah. Made your breasts stink. Yeah, we was in the club like this. Hey, yo, what's good? <laughs> do you, do you yo, remember what good? you said? You yeah. said I'll be careful with that because it's gonna make your breasts stink all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Note to but, self: Next time we go out, let's not. If if we go out to the over there, don't eat whatever that was, whatever sauce it was before we go out. Oh, the nook mum. Oh. Is it called Oh, yeah, that's right. You gotta have that, man. You can't even eat without it. I'm saying eat in the morning. Oh, Wait, so, Nia, you, so, Nia, you don't have an opinion who has the best? So, I mean, I actually haven't had food in like OC, California, or Houston. Oh. But like DMV area, I think we're very, we have very good food out here. I, I, I think we're like, I wouldn't say we're like top tier, but like we have like, we can hold our own against like other like mm-hmm. cities and shit. So, we have like pretty good food out here. Um, so, I mean, I, I, only place I've tried it is New York in here. So, Need to go out of Cali a little more. Well, I will say this: that we I went to Eden Center the other day with my mom because she was kept talking about via food, via food, via food. I was like, all right, let's go. And when I was out in when we were out in LA, which me and Justin were out in LA, I think we were at OC. We got something called Miquang from this place called Kwan Mi, and I was like craving it for the longest time. And I finally found it at this one place. They looked like they had something good. It was at Via Foods and Eden Center. Because all the other places were too busy. So I was like, I will just go here. One, my mom ordered something and she ate the whole bowl. She never does that. It was, was it? just, 
It was just a grilled pork, vermicelli, and that's it. And she crushed the whole bowl, everything and all. And then the mikuang that I had wasn't bad. It wasn't wasn't as big, but it was pretty good. Like I, it's not as good as OC. My sleeper is Denver, just because the one restaurant I went to, because they had I had the ok and I had the whole platter where I could just make spring rolls. And they had like soft shell crabs that I could make spring rolls into. So if we ever go to Denver, for Red La- Rocks, last place I expect to have Vietnamese. Yeah. Food, Wait, Nicole, have you um have you been to Houston for their Viet food? I haven't, but my parents have, and they love it there. Mm. Yo, they have a. Like I, I saw on IG, they have a Vietnamese buffet. Like, yeah, I, I saw fire, that. I wanna, yo, I got I wanna, a bookmark. I go there so bad. Yo. Yeah, I was like salivating when I saw that. So uh, let's go down to Houston just for that. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Nicole, I know you always down for food. Jesse and I were discussing it possibly like in this September. Possibly, possibly. Maybe we go to uh, Houston instead of Toronto. Yeah, it'd be nice and not hot. By the time you go in the all like winter, like fall, winter time. Yeah. He's planning like what September end of October? Was good when we went. September? For um, we went. We went yeah, in, we yeah. went in like June or July of that one time. It was too hot. Yeah. And then when we went in September, it was like perfect. When we go to September? I remember I, I went back the second time. It was just me and Jesse. Oh, I thought you were talking about Houston. I was like, when did you go back no, no, to no, Texas? No, no, we're talking about Toronto. Toronto. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've like, never been to Houston. To one question. Nia, you told me like two months ago that the pho in Vietnam is trash. And that the pho here in the United States is better. Is that true? Nicole, what do you think? I've never been. You've never been to Vietnam? No. Never? Never been. Asia trip 2024. (laughs) I wouldn't say it's trash. It's just not as good because I think the quality of the meats and the flavors out here, or not the flavors, but the quality of meats and the material out here is just a lot better than the one they have in Vietnam. And like, so I went to a, a Vietnamese restaurant and like I, I think I was just like mentally also like kind of like turned off because like I saw the guy like took the lettuce from another table, put it on my fucking tray, and then did, <laughs> did like a lap, and then he fucking put it, on, put it in front of me. I was like, ooh, not not off to a good start. So I think I don't think I was already in like the wrong headspace. I was like, damn, this. Is, I, I was thinking about the, the fucking the, like the the lettuce and all that shit. I was like, damn, that's kind of kind of gross. You know? <laughs> you recycling? I, yeah, I was like, damn, what else are they recycling this shit? So they, they wash this shit or something? So I mean, I, I think I was in the wrong headspace, and you know. It, the flavors just didn't hit the same. Who's got the best pho? Pho 75? Saté? I like saté. I'm a big saté fan. So saté is undefeated what about, here. What about you, Nicole? I think pho 75. Pho 75? Mm-hmm. This is the one next to DC by me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one in Wait, Falls Church. Pho saté, the one off of 29? One next to Ballet. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. mine That's yours? Yeah. Yo, you remember we used to go there every single Sunday or Saturday? Wait, saté? Saté. Yeah. Yeah, hungover food. We go to ballet the, the night before, after going out, <laughs> and after we wake up, and we meet Nassate every prime, time. Bro. That was prime. Without fail. But let me ask you guys a question, because you guys are Viet. Do your parents ever cook Viet, like pho, Viet food? Do you think it's better than restaurants around here? Or you just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's no difference. Oh, for my mom, at least. There, there, she has her entrees, right? She has, she has the specialties, and then, like, okay. nobody's topping that shit. Like, to me, I think it's just growing up and eating the same, like, you know, like, main dishes that she has. I, I don't think the restaurants will do it justice to me. At least to me, they won't do it justice. But there, she has, like, weak points, too. Like, some, some of the food she can't cook, and she tries to cook it. Like, she, she makes, like, homemade pho and stuff. It's, it's not as good uh, as the restaurants and shit, but, you know, it's... Not everybody cooks everything great, right? You just gotta like have one or two dishes that you specialize in. 
and she does that. So she has like a few entrees. That bolak lock. Did I say Bottle it right? <laughs> What's bolak lock? Did I say it right? Shaking beef. Shaking beef? Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's all tight. Make that. Is that the specialty? Is that nah, one of nah, her specialty? Nah. Her, her specialty is Nguang. So What's that? The thing that you, where you were saying. But you that's said her that specialty? Yeah. She, oh, my specialty. God. And Batseo, that's her specialty. And um, she makes good chai yao, so egg rolls. Okay. So she, has, she has a few. Hey, man, whenever, whenever she make them noodles, let me know. I will come <laughs> over. What Wait, what type of noodles? The, the uh, Guang? Ming Wang. What is it spelled? Ming Wang. Man, you've been saying it wrong the no, whole Con, time. Because Khan told me, he's, I said Ming Wang. He said, yeah, Ming Wang. That's what he told me. I mean, it's different. Is it M I Q U A N G? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's different accents. Do you not pronounce the Q? Uh, no, I do not. Nicole, do you, you pronounce the Q? Oh, which one? Ming Wang. M I Q U A N G. Same way you do. Yeah. Ming Wang. Okay, okay, I'm just saying. Why'd you have to think about it? She was like, yes, it's the same way you do. No, I, yeah, I don't nah. think I, yeah, we do like the hard Q. Okay. I don't, I don't think so. I'm wrong then. I'm just I know it's a different dialect. Yeah. What about you? Does your mom got any specialties? Oh, or? yeah. Her soups are the best. They do, like, restaurants do not compare. Like, oh. my mom's, my aunt's, they just make the best Vietnamese soups. Hmm. What is what is your when you go home you gotta be like mom make this for me right now? Um, definitely bumbo way. That's because that's my favorite. Oh. And yeah, th- oh. does not compare. Restaurants cannot do it justice. I wish I wish my mom I wish my mom made good bumbo way bumbo way, but uh, hers is like okay. I have to go to like the restaurants for that. It's not as good as the restaurants. Where really? are we going? Wow. Yeah. Where are we going for it? Shit, I don't know. I, gotta, I have I need to find a place. It's good. There's this one place in Eden that's pretty good. I forgot what it's called. Is it um, the place where, like, you know where the hot pot spot is? And then, like, yeah. okay, so, like, if you drive in, there's, like, a door on your left. Yeah. Next to the mango mango. Mm, yeah. And you walk in, you go all the way down, and it's, like, to your right. Yeah. I think and they only take one. cash? Yep. It's like a shack. Dude, they all, yeah. they all <laughs> only take <laughs> cash, bro. Oh, they are? Oh, oh, they look okay. so gross in there. I'm like, Ugh. That place, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That, that place is good. Really Aren't they closing Eden Center, though? Are they? Yeah, they're trying to figure it out. I think they're trying to redo a little bit, yeah. Where the Viet's gonna go? I don't know. I got no idea. They, they might kick him out to like I don't know. What is another Viet hub? Chantilly. Uh, I feel like Eden is like the only Viet hub, bro. Yeah, Falls Church area. This is what I think. I think when it comes to ethnic groups, the Koreans are in Centerville, Annandale. The Viet's are in Falls Church, and I think that the Filipinos are in Springfield. And then Chinese people and the are Indians rocking. are in Ashburn. Oh, are they? Yeah. In Herndon. 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 Oh, my Lord. of my neighborhood is, is Indian, bro. <laughs> Herndon, too. Uh, actually, now that you think, say it, I, I believe you. Because when I first moved here, I lived in Herndon for a year. And all my neighbors in my apartment were Indian. Yep. Every single bro, one. Bro, I work at Freddie Mac. In, uh, in, or I, I used to work in Reston. Uh, uh-huh. Freddie Mac, dude. That's where all the IT people are. 90% Indian people. That, like the company, ninety percent Indian people, and like the same is like for other companies in the area, like Herndon area, because like all the ITs like in rested in Herndon area, dude, it's all all Indian uh, uh, people working in IT there out there. Mm. Is it is that right? All the Filipinos are in Springfield. Springfield. I, I couldn't say. I don't know. I swear, that's where every time I see someone who's um, Filipino, all they from Springfield. Probably went to Lee. Lot of Virginia Beach. Oh, yeah, there, are, there are a lot of yeah. Oh yeah, but in this area, in this area, I don't know. And then uh, Chinese people are in Rockville, Mongolian people are in Arlington. Oh, I know about the Mongolian people. I was like, well, no, Arlington. But I also heard that the Mongolian people is a very, very close knit community, so they all almost know each other. Yeah, they all know each other. 
Yes, they do. They indeed do know each other. Anyway. Right. What's, what's the move? They all move there. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think they said it's most time it's like one person or, yeah, one person moves there and they bring their whole family there. Then their, their family brings their friends there. Then the friends all go there. It's like when my parents moved to America, I asked them why they pick where they picked. They're like, oh, it's because our, our uh, my dad's brother was here, so we just moved here. I was like, so my, if my, my dad's brother was in some other like bump BFE place in America, they'd probably be somewhere else. Like if it was like North Dakota, I'd probably be in North Dakota right now, making Chinese food or something. Since we all went to JMU, I actually found this recently. You know, there's all a huge like Laos community in Harrisburg. I didn't, I didn't know, know that, that at all. Well, okay, so apparently that's like a huge like Laos hub, and the reason why is because I think so. Um, I don't know if you know Connie, but like she's like my big sister or whatnot. And she told me one family or like two families from Laos, like a, like a couple of decades ago, went to Harrisonburg because of the chicken plant. And because of the chicken plant, you can work without papers. And so basically, that's why like, they're like, oh, come work at the chicken plant. Come work at the chicken plant. And that's how all the Laos people ended up in Harrisonburg. Not all, a big community. I did not know that. Yeah. Just to segue back, you, you guys were talking about mama's home cooking. How was, how are people raised versus how do you think like other ethnicities? Is there any difference or all Asian demographics are all raised the same? Shit, I got my ass beat all the <laughs> fucking time, bro. Like straight up. Fucking, my best friend was a, you know, sandals. No, wooden spoon, chopsticks, whatever she can grab, bro. I was getting my ass beat. Well, was your mom beat you or your dad beat you? Uh, both, man. <laughs> Shit. Wait, who beat you more? Oh, uh, definitely my dad. My, dad <laughs> my ass. Damn. Like, so, I'm so well behaved in public. Wait, Cap. <laughs> what, was, what was the weapon of choice? The one that you got hit with most? Fucking open fist, open, open palm, bro. <laughs> 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 Uh, what do you think is the dumbest thing you ever got hit for or spanked for? Shit. And then what is the what is the most deserving thing you got spanked for? All right. The least deserving was, so my sister is a hairstylist, so she like dyed my hair back in the day or whatever. And I don't know why he was pissed at me for it, yo. Like, fuck, man. I was just being a test on me and shit. Got beat for that. Uh, the most deserving is, uh, I think I was playing with the kids in the neighborhood and like we threw something and it hit my dad, like the window, like in the front of the house. I got my ass beat for that shit, dog. And, I, I, and like I got beat because like I broke it and then I didn't say nothing for like a couple months and then he found out. He's like, "Yo, what is this?" I'm like, I don't know. Found out. Bop. I got <laughs> hit. He's like, "I know what this is." Yo, because like, yeah, because the shit was like, I didn't even try to clean it up, bro. I just like ran upstairs and just fucking closed my eyes, bro. I was praying, bro. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How you gonna say that? You think it was broken for a couple months? You told me it was broken and like the wind just blowing the heat. No, no it going. was like a so yeah, like. The house, like a like a rectangle shape. It was like all in the like far right corner, so like it, it could be hidden for like a while. Then he was like cutting grass or some shit like that, and that shit stopped. And he came in the house. I knew it was my time, bro. <laughs> I was done, bro. I was, I was like, all right, I'm ready. What about you, Nicole? From a woman's perspective, did you get your ass beat did you too? Get too? Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely more by my dad than my mom. And like, it's like he would line up all of us in a row and just like spank Ooh. us with like a <laughs> hanger, wooden spoon, literally anything he could find. Nope. So, just yeah, for sure. Um, mom, not as much. I feel like she was kind of just like whatever. I don't know what's going on with them. So, what do you think? Like, like him? What do you think is the dumbest thing you got beat for? And then the thing you're like, all right, I deserve that. Um, 
gosh, that's like, I have to think about it. It's, obviously, it was happened when we were so much younger, so I kind of forgot. But I feel like dumbest thing maybe, well, yeah, dumbest thing maybe is like my if my parents didn't like a neighborhood kid and that would, they saw me like hanging out with like a certain girl in the neighborhood, they're like, oh, we don't want you to do that, whatever. If I don't listen to them. Um, most deserving, definitely, Gosh, I don't know. It's tough. Sneaking out. I was about to say, it was probably sneaking out. Sneaking out, but we were too old for us them oh, to hit true, us true. at that point. Um, so that, that, that would have been bad. But um, maybe I would say playing in my parents' room like with some of their stuff. Oh. If like they weren't home, just messing with their things, which, I mean, it's kind of rude, so I guess, but... Also kind of dumb to hit a kid for that, too. <laughs> All right, I got a question. How were your parents with you? Wait, how many siblings do you have? Four. Wait, what? what? There's five of us. Oh, okay. that's, that's what you meant when you said line them up. This man had two. Boom, 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 boom. Wait, who got beat the most out of your siblings? Oh, honestly, I think me. <laughs> I, I think oh, you the it. rebel. Either me or my younger sister, because they, they would definitely call my younger youngest sister troublemaker. So it was between the two of us for sure. What about you? You got like how many sisters? I got five older sisters. All right, so out of six, oh. y'all. No, everybody caught hands, bro. Everybody, <laughs> hands, bro. No, everybody caught hands. My but sisters you, are like sneaking out and like going to party where they're in like high school and shit. They're bad too. What about you, Christian? Yeah. You got like how many sisters? Four. I have four older sisters. So they have you. I know that you and he are similar with like all sisters. Yeah. So like him, like I feel like everyone caught hands. Yeah. Half of my sisters, like the two older ones, are like a lot older than me, so I didn't really grow up with them. But I, I did see them catch some hands every now and then. What about you? You catch the hands? I did, but I feel like I deserved every time. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it, it was pretty rare, but every time I got it. What was, it was the question you said about the worst one? And I said, yeah. What do you think is the most deserving time you got? I mean, you said you deserved every time, but there's got to be one time that you were like, all right, this is kind of, I don't I think yeah, so. Yeah, I forged my mom's signature on a on a failing test. Okay, so, you deserve that, man. And that was, this was like first grade. And, <laughs> Damn. and she found out because I, I was actually so dumb because I like, I wrote her name in cursive like full. I was like, Judy, and then my last name uh -huh. like, in full cursive. <laughs> How you feel? First grade test, bro. Yeah, that's what I want to know. You're a dumb kid, man. I'm not going to lie. It's really bad in school. Hey, look at you now, though. Just stay in school, though. Hey. <laughs> um, Nicole, did your parents let you date, like, before college? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> did you? I did, yeah. But, no, absolutely not. I mean, they always had the expectation that we couldn't. I think my older oldest sister was the example because she's 10 years older than me. So she wasn't allowed to date until after she graduated high school. So they became a little more lenient as time went on. And so I think my first boyfriend I dated in high school, I hid from my parents. And then they eventually found out, I think, because my sisters or someone told them um, and mad about it. But then, like, let me do it because they were just getting a little more lenient. But, yeah, with every single kid, they got less and less strict about that. I have a question. That's about right. I feel like that is a universal truth amongst not all but a majority of asian americans growing up yes. so why do you think asian parents are so strict on like adolescent dating and like in high school or whatnot before college why do you think it's so frowned upon i got an opinion on that 
Or like, why is it frowned upon or why does it get better? Women first. We can go round, round robin on this. I think they want us to focus on school. And they also, honestly, my parents still to this day, they want to set us up. So they have someone in mind that they want to me to date or marry. And so they don't want me to go out into the schools with a bunch of white kids and marry one of them. So I think that's just my personal opinion. Um, Cause they, I think growing up have always just focused on more what I'm going to be when I grow up versus who I'm going to end up with. Damn, that's okay. deep. Dang. That's real deep. Go ahead. So why the question is you why? Is your opinion on it? <laughs> no, I was like, I, I misheard the question. You basically said, why are they so strict on dating? Why are they so strict on, especially females in adolescent dating, like in high school, middle school, you know? They know that women aren't, they know dating is like a distraction. They want them, they want their little girl to focus on school, not focus on boys. And then also feel like a woman's chastity, 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 chastity. Chastity belt. Chastity. A woman's chastity is more important to a very traditional Asian parents. So they want to preserve that as long as possible. So I agree. I think it has to do with uh, distraction and the fact that I think in like our parents' culture, it's like you want to be as pure as possible for your mans. And so they're like, oh, somebody's touching you no 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 we can't have that we can't have that and because i think that like like um like most asian parents they're all about image they're all about image so they don't want their daughter like themselves to be known as having that daughter who's dating somebody in high school you know so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah focusing on school is is one aspect but i feel like also at least my parents are very like conservative, so it's kind of what you're talking about. Um, it's funny because when other Filipino families would like let their kids date, my parents would be like, "Oh, look at that Americanized family." <laughs> They'd be like, "Look at them, letting their kids date." So like, it, it was just instilled in me that like, I was like, "All right, it's not like I could get girls. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, um, I couldn't." But like, it was it was just like focus on school. And I, I wasn't even allowed to go out, so it wasn't even an op- like wasn't even an opportunity for me to like meet girls outside of school. Wait, your parents didn't want you to date in high school either? No. It wasn't just exclusive to sisters? No, me, me too. Wow. What's you? Oh, my parents don't really care. Um, the main thing was just get good grades. Anything else is just secondary. They didn't give a fuck about it. That's facts. Mm. Yeah. Nicole, when your parents found out that you was dating somebody in high school, what did they do? Did they lash out? Did they chase that MF out the house? No, but they, they were definitely pissed because I would go take my boyfriend's bus home after school. Then my mom would pick me up and I would tell her it was just a friend's house. When it finally found, she finally found out that was my boyfriend, she was like, are you kidding me? This entire time you've been going to his house? And I was like, well, yeah, unfortunately. But that was one thing she was mad about. I think what helped cushion the blow was, surprisingly, my younger sister was dating earlier. And my mom found out about that first but she could really do no wrong. So once they found out she had a boyfriend, I was like, okay, I have one too. So it was easier to talk to them about it. And then also, yeah, with my brother, they did not care if he dated. They wanted him to date. So once everyone else started doing it, I was like, okay, maybe it's time for me to come clean and say something. <laughs> I can't keep lying forever. Wait, they, you said your younger sister, she could do no wrong. They did, did not care what she did? No. 
I think that like, wait, what's the age difference? Only a year, but she is the youngest. She's the baby of the family. I feel like for a lot of parents, just from my perspective, that by the time it gets to the youngest, they just don't care anymore. They're like, I don't got the energy for this. Let me just clarify though. My it was mostly my mom and my dad didn't care. Like, okay. He was just like he was like give me a fist bump. When, like, <laughs> once, once he saw me like dating a girl. Okay. Yeah. He, was, he was for it. I got a question, Christian. You were about to be a uh, father. Yeah. Right. So when it times for your when it's time for your kid to start like dating or like what if he's if he like acts up, how are you going to discipline him? He going to hack? Is he going to catch the hands? This is funny because like while you guys were talking, I was like had like a fast forward like memory <laughs> or like a fast fast forward, and I was like, twenty years from now, my kid's going to be on a podcast talking about how my dad beat him. <laughs> how my dad beat me. So you're um, a beach kid. It's a little bit. It's a little bit. You have to be a little more careful nowadays, but I feel like I. I will try to avoid being physical, but if I have to, I will. What's your weapon of choice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's right. I'm not going to lie. I think for me and Jay, um, it was always the hand. It was actually your the- Your dad uh, had big hands, too. Right? My dad has big hands. Yo. <laughs> my, my dad my, has huge hands. Yo, my mom never, ever, ever hit us. She was always the one stopping the, uh, the punishment because my dad, whoo, all right, he got the hands, the back hands, and then um, the fly swatter, the metal fly swatter. Yeah so, yeah, so like 20 years ago, fly swatters weren't all plastic. They had like the metal uh, handle. <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about, right? Yep. So um, my parents had a couple of them. Grab that joint. And then uh, we went to Baymont Park. It's a park in Richmond. And my dad intentionally found the bamboo stick just to bring home to beat us with. Yep. Yeah. Jesse like, definitely. This is, this is a good one. Jesse definitely caught it worse than I did. He actually <laughs> said that when he, when he grabbed it, when he says, oh, this was a good one. I'm going to take this home to beat you. Y'all have to like kneel in front of a wall for like punishment and shit too. Yeah. Yes. be doing that for like fucking Hours. 30 minutes. And then every 10 minutes they come in and check on, make sure you're not, I'm not like leaning over. And then they're like. Fucking make sure I'm like like all straight up and shit. You know those mung beans? Those oh. I had to kneel on those. Oh, oh. Yeah, I had to kneel on those. Me, I, I remember now. Right, let me ask you something. Would you rather back. have that type of punishment where it's like long-term discipline where you actually have to do some, you just have to deal with some random BS for a long time, or just that instant, I'm gonna hit you really hard with something? Which one would y'all rather have? The instant. The instant it's over one? faster. Even if it's like a metal hanger. Just get it done. <laughs> All right. This is that's a hard one. I think I would rather kneel because there was this one time where when you're a kid, your teeth are like coming out and stuff like that. I was scared of pain. I don't want to pull my teeth out. And my dad would be like, get your ass over here, let me pull your teeth out. But then one time I kept running from this. I did not want to get it pulled out. So he chased me down and he grabbed the fly swatter and started whooping me until he got a handle of me and he pulled my joint out. But he when he whooped me, it was like on my butt, and I couldn't like poop for like a week because it was like bruised. He hit that shit back up in there. Yeah, like my butt was like legit like bruised no, up and every time i'd like would it take a poop i was like oh, oh my god yeah and it would itch for like a month when it was healing so i was like that was probably the worst beating i ever got in my life jesse definitely got a worse yeah he, he got a lot worse than i did 
I got beef for everything. Yeah. You I caught the hands, the bamboo stick, the flash water, all the joy. The back. Wait, how how late in life did you guys get beat till? Uh, so my uh, parents separated when I was like middle school. So like up till middle school, so everything's fair game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this shit, fair game, dog. What about you, Nicole? You yeah, say- I would say probably like the sixth grade, like last year of elementary school. Okay. Yeah. I think ours was. I think mine was triggered by. With my dad. The last time I got beat, it was like the dumbest time I ever got beat. And my, that was the last time I ever got beat. What was the... All right. I had a, a, a school project. And I didn't throw it away. Someone else threw it away. But my dad was like, why'd you let your school project get thrown away? Like, in the house. And so he backhanded me in the face. It was the dumbest thing I ever got backhanded for. My mom was like, you can't fuck that face, okay? Come on now. He was like, all right. And then after the that, nah, he's like, not the face. I was like, okay. And then after that, I never got hit again. What does Jerilyn think? Does Jerilyn agree with you? Is she going to? We haven't actually talked about it yet. That's, that's actually a good conversation to have. Well, I feel like we both, though, got, got whooped. So. Mm-hmm. So, so I will say that her parents were a lot more lenient than mine. It's because she's a girl. She's a girl, though. No, I'm kidding. You're not kidding. You're not going to spank her. I'm not going <laughs> to. No, look at Nicole's face. She's like. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm definitely going to be the more strict parent. Okay. okay. Nicole, what about you? You going you gonna to dish it out? I don't know. It's like I, I am kind of grateful that I was spanked as a kid because I feel like it builds character and it really teaches us res- to respect our parents. But I feel like I, I'll let my husband do that. I don't know. I, don't want to do it. I just I feel bad too. <laughs> Would you? Um. So I'm not gonna lash out on my kid, right? You have to have like some sort of restraint and like actually like guide them and teach them and shit mm-hmm. and like teach them like okay, this is wrong, right? You can't do this and that and all that stuff. But like if they like fuck up like one time, you gotta show them who's boss, right? You gotta like put the fear of God in them, or right? so they won't <laughs> so they won't like fucking do that shit again. But you gotta do it like less frequent, right? Because if you do it like. Every day, every time, they're gonna get used to it and accustomed to it. So you gotta do it like, like a one scenario where it's just bad, right? And you just give them a beating, and they'll never do that shit again. So like, right. you've you've thought this through. Oh, fucking, uh, yeah. <laughs> let me ask. Yeah. Let me ask you something. It's not. It's basically, you would spank them for stuff that's you deem is necessary. Like if they get like a a B minus or a C, no, I'm not gonna like for me. No. I'm not gonna spank them. No. But like if they steal something from the store. Yeah, there's like there's like teachable moments and there's moments where you just gotta like, all right, fucking put the hands on them, bro. Like you can't can't let that shit slide. Exactly. Like, I feel you one hundred percent. I agree with that. Like anything like like just being like disrespectful and shit, like you gotta like I guess like like re- put like punishment on them for like mm-hmm. that. But like small stuff like so he broke something or dropped something or forgot something like that. Little shit like that's like teachable moments. You can like tell them like not to do that. So Yeah. What about bad grades? It's a teachable moment. I mean che- I, I feel like I feel like you should be interactive with your kid's life where you know how they're doing like if they're struggling or not you should be able to guide them to do better and shit so i mean i, I feel like if it's that scenario you're, you're kind of failing as a an adult and a parent Damn, that's just really responsible of you but what if they get like f's they got like straight f's teachable moments you don't yeah i hope they good looking bro drop you when you was a baby what the heck is going on i don't think i Jay, because if you think about it, I got beat the most because I had bad grades. And then I, there was this one time, so, like, we actually went to private school growing up. And we, so we would get, like, these progress reports where we used to staple up all our tests and everything. So I would run home, go to my room, take it apart, take the bad grades out, throw it under my bed, and then put it back together. 
Huh? And then restaple it. And then restable <laughs> it and <laughs> give it to my parents. And, and then the holes perfectly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And this was weekly, man. We would get these progress reports weekly. And if we got anything under a B, I think even a B minus for a period of time, anything under a B, our ass was getting beat. And let me let me tell you say something. These progress reports were rough because at this private school, an A stopped at a 94. A Dang. B stopped at an 85. So 84? Damn. Beat. Damn. I'm like, what you the? Have big hands too. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And so I remember uh, my dad, one time when I ran up to my room, he waited outside my room till I was done. He knew what I was doing. And the moment I opened the door, he looked at me and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he proceeded to walk into the room, lift my bed up, and saw all the like, bad grades and he just looked at me and he i just knew i just knew i wasn't shitting for another week <laughs> God damn. i think it was like it was like a, a spanking for each bad grade like if you one bad grade it was like one spank i, I don't remember if, I, I, I don't know i don't remember it was I got, so long ago i got spanked weekly let's be honest yeah you did you did you but did. it worked though you guys went to jmu you guys got good grades you got went to a good school yeah good grades Good um, grades. Good grades. Nicole said this. I actually agree with you. I'm actually glad I got spanked. Agreed. Because I think that when you get spanked, it teaches you there are repercussions for your action, and you should be held uh, accountable for them. Bro, kids these days are like fucking disrespectful as shit, and I know like they ain't getting ass beat enough because that shit did not slide back in the day. Mm -hmm. bro. Like, I don't know. Kids these days be saying. Fucking outlandish shit. It's terrifying because like they have so much more access. Yeah, to yeah, stuff. exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, what what do we have access to? You know what's like crazy? TV. You know what's TV. crazy? Back in the day, when my parents would beat us or something like that, we would say stuff like, "Oh my god, we're gonna tell us call the cops on you and stuff like that." But like looking back, I'm like, we're so dumb. And now I think about it, I'm like, kids can probably even say that nowadays to their parents. And kids have cell phones, they have social media and stuff. And there's all these hotlines and stuff. They could easily do that to their parents. But like, oh, he spanked me too many times. Even though it might be like, oh, well, this kid stole something from the store or stole something from so-and-so's house or was talking back way too much. And then they can just call somebody. So you're right. They have more power now, which is not the best thing. Maybe don't give your... Uh kid of cell phone too early yeah how old do you guys think you would give your that's a really good question your kid a cell phone because i don't even know what they'll have in the future hey i will have those those virtual reality things i will say they do have those they someone made a cell phone that's just made for calling and texting that's it really so like a nokia phone? that's it's literally a, a flip phone just, just, that's like just, give him, just give them a break <laughs> yeah i don't know i didn't get a cell phone until i was like the 11th grade in high school Dang. Yeah. I didn't cell phones like... I was in college, so. <laughs> well, when, when did you guys get cell phones? Probably like middle school, like seventh, eighth grade, which is probably when I would want to give my kid. Like whenever I feel like I can trust them to go out in the world on their own, like to the movies or whatever alone, I'd probably want them to have a cell phone so I can yeah. call them. Yeah. What you saying? Uh, probably around eighth grade when they have like responsibilities and stuff like that. And also like I don't want them to get like too behind on the technology curve because like, I mean, you use cell phones for like everything, right? So like mm -hmm. there's a necessity for it and like, you know, what if they, they get lost or something, right? They have, like, I find my iPhone and all that stuff. And I kind of, like, can track, like, their whereabouts and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a, you know, uh, use it as, like, a utility tool. So. Just air tag them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Put an air that's, tag that's true, on that's true, that's You're going to implant that in them? <laughs> You're going to implant that on them? Hey, then they might have, they might have <laughs> shots where you can just forehead. shot somebody. And they're like, yep, there's a, here's a tracker in his body now forever. <laughs> you're right, just, you're like, right. Stick an air tag on them. <laughs> 
Oh my God. I wouldn't. Damn, we all got our cell phones at the same exact time. I was in eighth grade as well. Um, I got a question. Going back to the uh, female dating, would y'all let your daughters date before college? I would not be a fan of it, but I, I feel like I, I couldn't really control it if she really likes somebody. I would not be a fan, but... I feel like, yeah, a lot of things you can't really control, and they're going to do it with or without your permission. So, like, the best thing you could do is get them prepared. And like Case in point. So... Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely let them date whenever they want to. Cause I, I also feel like I look at myself and look at some of my friends who didn't date until college. And I learned so much more as a kid dating stupid boys than, and now my friends are going through it now. And I'm like, I would just never fall for that. <laughs> so yeah. I fell for that when I was 16. So. Okay. You're right. No, you're a hundred percent right. I know someone who's prime example that we are related to them. <laughs> <laughs> And I agree 100%. The, day, the later you date, the harder it is to, like, see through people's BS. Yeah. I had a discussion with my mom about this, and she said, um, I told her I would probably, if I had a daughter, I would probably start teaching her about, like, guys, like, protection, like, how to choose the right guys at probably, like, like 12 or 13. Because I think, like, the average age of like when girls lose their you know v card wait but did you guys have Just the birds and the bees talk with your parents no no, no. none Never. of us did but it's not an asian thing exactly but i think that like in our generation we could have that you know because i i feel like hell no oh, yeah. let's say sex ed dog no no no, Dude, no, no, sex no, no. Ed, they said it's different now the we did sex yeah they, oh, they do sex ed differently now supposedly because oh, like your that? parents didn't tell you anything right no it just like it'll happen when it happens. No, wait, wait. I my dad and mom talked to me about it when I was in high school. It's different. You're younger. Because they were they were like, oh, you know, just use protection, Jay. You have a, you have a girlfriend now. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, just use protection. No, see, like I said, it's different because you're the youngest. I never got that talk. Andrew never got that talk. I will say this though, y'all never got that talk. Well, Angela, because she's a girl. You never got that talk because you didn't have a girlfriend in high school. I had. Got no bitches. I, got two, I, I had two girlfriends in high school. And then there was girls that would come over to our house. And my mom was like, okay. And my dad was like, there's a lot of girls coming here. You know, if you do end up doing something with them, you should use protection. Okay, mm. Jay. said a lot of girls. Okay, bro. Jay. God damn. I had a lot of friends that were girls. I didn't, have, I didn't do anything with them. I just had a lot of friends that were girls. You know, actually, in high school, I was just an idiot because you know who I'm talking about. There was this one girl. She was like obsessed with me. And she was actually older than me. And she always asked me, she, she said, hey, come over and hang out with me. Come over and hang out with me. We were on the track teams together. And she always came over and wanted to run with me. I didn't know. I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I always blew her off, huh? So what she do now? I don't know. I don't, I actually, I could tell a story. I could tell a story. All right. So uh, um, we were on the track team together. And then, like I said, Every day for warm-ups, she would always come up to me and say, hey, let's warm up together. Let's run a couple laps together. And I only did track to stay in shape um, for, like, football season. And so I was ran with my football buddies. But then they were always like, Chad, what you see that going on? What you doing? I'm like, what you mean? I don't, I, I don't know what's going on. So I completely, like, blew her off the longest time. And, but then eventually I did start hanging out with her a couple times. And then she was always, like, 
inviting me over to her place. And there was like a six month span where her mom, she was Chinese. Her mom was in China and he, she was like, my mom's in China. You should come over and hang out with me. But I did go over like almost like every other night, but nothing ever happened because I was so stupid to understand what was happening. Let me ask you something. I remember you told me this. What clothes would she be wearing when you came over? Oh. <laughs> Yo, what was she wearing? Oh, uh, I so she wore them uh, them booty shorts where you're like the underbutt would be hanging out, and she wearing them the crop tops and then the long leggings. Like looking back at that, I'm like, dude. <laughs> Bro, it could have been more blatant, but I was just an idiot. I was just the biggest idiot in the world, and yeah. And then uh, I remember she wanted to go to prom, so she asked me. I never asked her. She asked me to prom, and I was like, uh, I didn't think about it, but I guess I'll go with you. <laughs> and then um, when prom actually happened, we went, and then we went to after prom, and I was like, I like I said, I didn't. I, I don't know why I just wasn't into girls in high school. And then, so I gave her her after prom ticket and I never talked to her again. And that was it. And then she, um, she ended up like, I think she ended up trying to get one of my track buddies to get back at me, but then I didn't care. And so she started seeing him and I was, and he was telling me about it. I was, I was like, dude, I don't care. Do what you do. It's not my business. That I mean. What high school did you guys go to? Thomas Dale. Thomas Dale. Don't don't go look at Springs. No, 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 no. Way deeper south, like maybe like twenty minutes. Yeah, something like that. I don't even know what Highland Springs is. Twenty minutes. Where we get all our football players. Yeah, that is Highland <laughs> Springs. Is I think someone brought a gun to one of their football games though. Oh, shit. Mm. oh actually, on the top of that girl, I remember this one time. Uh, you remember D Will? Yes. So D Will was in statistics class with her, and D Will knew what was going on. Like I said, I'm oblivious. And D will, and then she was vent to D will because me and D will were tight, and it was like she kept him like, dude, how do I get him interested? How do I get him more interested? And then D will being an idiot, he said you should suck his meat. <laughs> and then D will told me this after, and then yeah, it was his suggestion to her. And then I think she said that uh, she's like, I'll do it, but I never gave an opportunity. Wow, Jesse, you really. I, I fumbled the bag. That's a major back fumble, man. <laughs> bag. Oh, my God. I didn't know. What about you guys? You guys have any adolescent teen stories or just idiocy? Nah, I was pretty, like, I didn't really, I wasn't really social in high school, to be honest. Not until, like, my senior year until I was, like, working uh, at Hollister and doing, like, volunteer work and shit. I wasn't really social. Were you into girls in high school? Uh, of course I was into girls. <laughs> I, was I wasn't, like, I just, I just wasn't social. I didn't like hanging out with people. Hmm. I don't know. Kind of grew on me, I guess. Damn, you, Nicole. Yeah, you, you have any embarrassing stories or anything about your adolescence years of dating? Uh, I mean, you said you rode the bus to meet your boyfriend. What was the mo what other crazy or yeah crazy lengths did you go to to hide it or see your boyfriend back in the day? Okay, this is I feel like a story I actually have barely shared, but it is a good story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't can't remember if I told you guys this one, but this so. <laughs> this was the second guy I dated in high school. I only dated two guys. But um, I would sneak him into my house, and he would spend the night, and I would sneak him in the, out in the morning. So my parents would never know that he was there. And, like, honestly, we wouldn't even do anything. It, just, like, it was just nice to have him there. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so one morning my dad comes into my room because I borrowed my sister's car and he's there. And my dad's like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? It's like six in the morning. <laughs> and it was like the worst thing I could have ever done. I was like 17 or maybe I was like 16 and he was 18 because he was like a senior. I was a junior. Okay. Um, and literally like nothing had happened either. And like they called his mom over and it was just... After that, my parents took a long time to trust me again. Oh, my God. Like, a couple God. Of years. But were they still trying to set you up? Like, did you say that, like, they're always no, trying to set you, you up? Now they're not. They're like, this girl can stay single forever. They're like, <laughs> ah, whatever. <laughs> You're fucked up. But see, that's why I said that, like, whenever, like, if I have a daughter in the future, I would basically be like, if you want a date, go ahead. But I want you to be, like, transparent. You tell me, hey, dad. I'm dating a new dude, and I want to be like, that's cool. I want, you want to be like warm and inviting to it and be like, all right, yeah, go that's do true. what you want to do. But just be responsible and just like don't be afraid to come to me with like issues. I agree with that. Just you like, know? do the bad boys too thing. Just have one of us come over and pretend. Well, well no, it's like, I would say this. I would say this. It's like, if you, I feel like it's if you're a dad or when you're a dad and you come at your daughter and like, oh, why are you doing like that? They're not going to want to console to you. If there's something going on in their relationship, push them away more. Yeah, you don't push them away. Exactly. Versus if you're like, oh my god, and you're like, oh yeah, tell me about it. Like, I'm not, I'm not angry or anything like that. They're like, oh, he does this, he plays, he does these games, he does these games. You're like, man, I was that age. I know how people play games. Like, oh, he's doing this because he wants to do this. Or when I was his age, I would do this as well. And it's just, yeah, they're more likely to console you if you're not yelling at them for doing it. You want to guide them, yeah. not like punish them for being who they are. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want a date, you'd be like, okay, bring him over. Let's have, let's crack him with a beer. Not really. Not really. <laughs> let's let's get some dinner with him. Maybe go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah. See what see what this boy's about. Yeah. That's and true. if he's tight, he's tight. We can true. go to Queens of Million together, ride some roller coasters or something. Well, hey, but going back to what Christian said, would you be the good cop or bad cop around him? Me? No, you know what I'm saying? You, you take him to like Dave and Buster's or something like that, right? And you're like, oh yeah, we'll go with Dave and Buster's together or something like that, like with your daughter, your, you know, your daughter and her boyfriend or whatever, right? Would you be the good cop or bad cop? Would you be like, oh yeah, you, you're chill with your daughter the next time? Hey, you do something, I'll beat your ass. Um, I had a, I had, I talked to this about mom. Uh huh. I said, um, I would not try to look like a bad cop or anything. I just trying to be like, do what you want. Just be smart with it, and you just try to... No, no, I'm not saying to the girl. I'm saying to her boyfriend. Oh, to the guy. To the guy. Oh, I'll, I'll probably look at him on the eye and say, listen, you have my blessing, but the moment you fuck up, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm ready to go to jail, dog. Little homie. I will find you. Hey, I will hey, you. Hey, do the, hey, that booty? Bobby mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, Christian, you definitely thought about this. You said like good cop, bad cop. Is that what you're gonna I do? I was just saying the bad boys two scene where like yeah. Re Reggie comes to the door. Yeah, yeah. And they got like they got That's the, what I'm saying. They got the like, shotgun. That ready. booty <laughs> about to be mine if you mess up. I can't play ten o'clock. I said ten o'clock. What about y'all? Would y'all go on a father daughter boyfriend date? Uh, I feel like they wouldn't want to do that. I mean, if they wanted to do that, then I'll be open to it. But like, I'm not gonna like force them to do something that makes them uncomfortable and shit. I mean, I would that'd be weird as fuck. Like my mom's like, "Yeah, I'm coming on a date with you." I'm good. I don't want to go on a date no more. <laughs> right. They're not them, they're not themselves, right? They're just like 
trying to appease to you anyway. That's right? true. So it's kind or, of like, or you can get to know their parents and see how they were brought up. You get a good, th- good, get true. a good feel about it. That's true. I think it's different because like I don't know how people in high school date now. Yeah. Back in the day when like. I guess like in our generation, you go to the mall yeah. or you go Dude, watch the movies. I'm pretty sure still do. That's what people still do. Go to the mall. They just go to the mall. Yeah. Oh, where else I gotta hang out? Boba shop. They probably go to boba shops now. Get boba together. I mean, the mall has like food courts and shit. Like you can go around stores and a lot of stuff to do. Like you can't just go to like one boba. I mean, I guess you can, but there's a lot more activities at the mall. Yeah, that's true. Or the movies. I have a question for Nicole. All right, as an Asian woman, I've noticed that. The most sheltered Asian American women, like growing up through high school, the moment they get into like college and they got that freedom, they go bug wild. True or false? True, for sure. <laughs> and and that's I don't think thankfully like me or my sisters ever experienced that because again like once we hit like 15, 16, my parents were like, all right, whatever, we give up. Like, we can't be strict to them anymore. They're going to do whatever they want. So I feel like we kind of got that out of our system when we were younger and didn't have to do that in college. But I don't know. I feel like maybe my older sister is kind of like that. Like, because she, I mean, she went to private school her entire, like, undergrad, or not undergrad, like, but like high school, middle school. Um, and so when she went to college, it was a public school. So she just did whatever. Um, I think she got a little crazy. So yeah, I, I definitely think the stricter you are in high school to your kids, the worse they're going to be in college. Yeah. I feel like personally, the downside of that was the first time I drank in college, I didn't know how to control it. I, I drank 151. And I blacked out the first time I drank <laughs> and that was dangerous. Cause I didn't, I didn't know like what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know like what type of alcohol it was or how to control it. So it, there is, there, I feel like. When, when my kid is either in high school, I'll be open to them like learning about alcohol. So by the time they get to college by themselves and there's no one around to help them, then they'd be a little smarter about it. Mm-hmm. Not like me. My when I was in high school, actually, there's this that we would go to one of our friends' house, and her mom was like, like you said, like how you're mentioning now, she was like the coolest person around. She's like the best mom. Like it, I feel like a lot of schools have this or a lot of like classes have this but her mom she was a cool chick she was one of my friends and her mom was like if you guys drink anywhere just come here and drink she's like don't don't go out and drink don't do nothing stupid just just stay here and drink and the moment we would take a sip of any kind of alcohol she was like no give me your keys you guys aren't going home that's that's smart and that's what she would do things and we would just be in their in their basement hanging out wow this is way back yeah we'd be in the basement hanging out chilling drinking beers it would be like a bonfire every now and again it was just like there was a pool. There was a hot tub. It was the best. Yeah, she just didn't care as long as we didn't do nothing stupid. You should tell him uh, how you got arrested. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He got arrested in high school. So I will say you this. you have a record? No, no, I did not. So you were right. Uh, people get a little more lenient as a younger. But I will also say I was pretty good. I was a good child. I would look at my brother and sister. What did they do? I'm not going to do the same thing as them. What did they do that was good? I'm going to copy that. So I was kind of like the gold, not the golden child, but I was pampered. I was a baby or whatever. And so my mom let me get away with some things. Like she started to let me spend the night at people's house and stuff like that. And this one weekend, I remember it was right after we took the SATs in April. And my and this one of our homies was like, yo, my parents are coming out of town. They're going to like the Outer Banks or something like that because I have a free house on the weekend. I'm like, oh, cool, sweet. So we go to his house. 
his house is on the corner. Y'all know how neighborhoods are set up. On the corner, there's a, it was those light posts, essentially. So he's on the corner, and there's a light there. And I walk in, and we're in the daytime chilling. He goes, oh, I just come back at like 6 p.m., 6, 7, 8 p.m. when it's dark. So we get there at 6, 7, 8 p.m., whatever. We start drinking, and there's, I'm drinking throughout the night, and there's, you know, there's, there's the devil's lettuce everywhere. You know, people are doing that. And I did, I'm not saying I did or didn't partake, but that was like around, that was the first time I was actually around it. And I'm drinking and I'm chilling, chilling on the back porch with like a beer in my hand. And there was like, oh, there's a cop right there. I was like, what the heck? And we all just book inside. And I'm inside just scared. This. I am so scared. And like, dude, they can't come in. They have no proof or anything we can come in. Someone let the freaking bong outside on the porch. You know? <laughs> so the moment they see that, they're like, we can go in there. Or we can just, we have reasonable doubt just to chill out here all day. I was like, you got to be me, man. This is ridiculous. Mind you, two people booked it. And they, they, uh, they one guy got body slammed by a freaking cop. And this other dude... Was like, dude, my, my parents are outside. I have to open the door. We're like, what the? F- you have to open the door? It's like, it's like 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock midnight, 1 o'clock. He's like, I have to open the door. He opens the door, and they immediately throw the door open. Lights are on, everything. We're just chilling there. I was like, dude, this is the worst day ever. As, I'm, as we're sitting there, lining up on the top of the stairs, I have a receipt in my pocket that has me buying alcohol. I take that, draw it, fold it up, put it behind a piece of Put it behind a porch. I'm like, please, oh. God. This guy comes in. There's like 30 of us in the house. Like 30 of us kids in the house. There's bags of weed all over the floor and stuff. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't realize that, that was, there was that much weed. I'm like, dang. And they come in, whip out a breathalyzer, start breathalyzing everything. Bing, 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 bing. They go to the first 10. Bing, bing, bing. Go through the second 10. They're like, oh, we ran out of the adapter. Let's go. We got to get another breathalyzer. They bring out this old rinky deek breathalyzer. The dude in front of me who I was drinking with all night, I think he blew a 0.07, a 0.0, something like that, 0.01, point something. He was basically over the legal drinking limit or whatever. And he go, gets to me with this old rinky-dink thing, and he's like, blow into this thing. And mind you, this is like the second, no, actually, this is like the fourth, fifth time I've drank. And I'm blowing into this thing. It was harder, harder, harder. I was like, all right, fine. I'm like blowing all my air into it, all zero. Nice. All zero. I'm like, holy I was like, how? Oh, this is the greatest moment ever. They're like, all right, who are your parents? I'm like, and my parents, they owned uh, a, re- a restaurant in town, and they knew a lot of the, the, the cops. And I told them, they're like, oh, we know your parents. I'm like, oh, great. This is fantastic. And I'm calling my mom. I'm like, I just got arrested. Or I, the cops come here. They're crying over the phone. They think my future is over. And <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And then they were like, and my mom was like, you can go. My dad was like, you can go. And we'll pick you up from the from the from the police station. And I told the cops that they go, Oh, you want to sit in the back? I was like, No, I do not want to sit in the back. And then my mom gave me another call back and was like, We'll just pick you up. And they picked me up, and that was the end of that. I didn't I wasn't allowed to leave the house for like the entire summer. And all I got was community service for it. Nice. I got curfew and community service. <laughs> and because curfew, where I was from, was 10 p.m. instead of midnight. What community so, service? Uh, ten hours. I just worked at a at a hospital. It was cool. Put that shit on your resume. It was, you know, it was funny. It was funny. I was be I'll be working at the hospital and like, yeah, I'm just doing community service to school, or whatever. And all the people would look at me. Oh, you got a bright future ahead of me. Not knowing, yeah, my I just got arrested. <laughs>
But yeah, that's the story of how I got arrested at 16. Seven, yeah, 16. I was blown off steam from the SATs, man. Anyway, we were talking about how I was the youngest and, you know, I was, I was babied, I guess. And you guys have multiple siblings. And y'all mentioned, you mentioned, we both mentioned that the youngest gets babied. Is there anything else y'all notice from the oldest to the youngest? Um, for me and my family, the boy got away with everything because he was the only boy. Okay. I don't know if Nia felt anything similar, but he could do no wrong for sure. Like they, oh, they put everything, like they invested so much into him. Like, honestly, I think all of my sisters, we all left college with student debt, except for my brother. <laughs> they paid out of pocket for him. They're like, you're set up. So is he the oldest? No, he's the second oldest, but they, I mean, I feel like at least my parents or all, all the aunts and uncles in my family, they cherish the boys in the family. Wait, that, that's a Viet thing too? That's an all I Asian, think it's an Asian thing. thing. It's an Indian yeah. thing. Asian Wait, thing. All Asian so the people are like that too? I know Indian people are like that. Yeah, and like a lot of Korean. Middle Eastern people like that too, in yeah. general. Yeah. Korean, Chinese. I don't know about Japanese. I don't see enough of them. What about you? Were you, uh, were you given Fuck everything man, like Hell Nicole no. said? First of all, my mom and dad are like, you know, immigrated from Vietnam. They, they're not like wealthy or anything like that. They're like, they're, well, my, dad, my mom was a janitor and my dad was like a bus driver and assistant. So they didn't have like a lot to give me and stuff like that. And growing up, I got my ass beat by my parents and I got my ass beat by my older sisters. I was getting my ass beat by everybody, bro. I was, nothing was handed to me. Only thing was handed was these fists, bro. That's always, that's always been handed to me, dog. Shit. Um, Are you okay? This, you want to talk about this, bro? Yeah. This man woke up like this. Get away from me. Yo, they would do the thing where uh, my, my sisters, they would do a thing where they like fucking Dutch oven me. <laughs> and I'm just be like, there watching cartoons and shit, and then they would part, throw the blanket over and shit, like just like stuff like that. Uh, that happened like throughout middle school and shit. And then they they were like 18, they moved out. Um, but it, like high school and like mid, like part of college, I started getting like better treatment, not better treatment, but they they started to like you know take care of me and all that stuff, like like older sisters do and shit. But growing up, though, hell no, there's nothing given to me, dog. <laughs> That's so funny that you said that, like, like as like girls Dutch oven you. Dude, I had no reason, bro. I was just fucking. I was no reason. I was chilling, bro. Damn. You just watching cartoons. I was fucking watching cartoons. Yeah, like, this how, bowl of how am I gonna fuck his day out right now, dog? So all I did. Oh my god. Uh, did you ever do anything to your brother? No. Oh my gosh, no. If anything, our brother would chase us around the house with a butcher knife oh, and my fuck. oldest sister. So we'd be like five, six years old. And my oldest sister was it like in high school. And so we'd be screaming for help. And she just opened her door and be like, shut up. And meanwhile, we're just being chased around with a knife. And we're like, we're, we're going to die. <laughs> I don't what know. the heck is yeah. this? Um, we were bad kids. There were just too many of us, honestly, like too close in age. And so obviously right. growing up, we would like, play with each other a lot, but at the same time would hate each other. Because, like, I really don't think that me and my siblings got close until we graduated high school. And we all went to different colleges. What about you, Christian? No. I did not get any special treatment. If anything, I, would, I got more, they were more strict with me. Nothing was ever handed to me. Do you think there's a particular reason why? Um, just, like, I'm the baby boy. Like, they just, they're just really careful with me. Like, not, didn't really... I was not, like, nobody in my family was spoiled. Like, just like Nia, like, my parents, we were, 
there I'm considered well I was born in the Philippines so I would consider myself first generation mm-hmm. and my parents left behind like all their careers and they came here they're like babysitters and drivers so like growing up we were really poor so I, I don't even think they had an opportunity to spoil to spoil us anyway mm-hmm. and also but, like being the youngest I think there's more eyes on you like yeah like there's just always like you're especially I was the youngest and I was the only boy so like they're kind of like banking on me to like you know fucking bring in the bread and shit or something like the golden boy or some shit mm-hmm. so there's like all the eyes on you my sisters like they're like older too and then they're like trying to like get me to do better in school and all that shit so like just close watch them like from everybody and shit so yeah i think i would definitely agree that like growing up like we didn't have much but my parents would always help us like get like, came me down cars like when we were in high school but the youngest like my younger sister nam she got a job probably like we all had jobs in high school, but she was probably the youngest when she got her first job and she bought her own like laptop car. And I was like, you bought your own car. <laughs> like my, luckily, like I was very fortunate. My parents would like help us, but she like had to raise like thousands of dollars on her own just to get her own car or like earn her, or, like do everything on her own. So they were like the easiest on her, but they really let her kind of grow up faster. Wait, like what was her job? She worked at IHOP when she was like 15. Definitely getting paid under the table. She was definitely too young to be a server there. Yo, IHOP? IHOP. I was, I was she was making yesterday. a lot of money, though. She was really? serving the pancakes, sucker. <laughs> yes, a lot Dang. of pancakes. Question. At JMU, did y'all used to go to the, um, what was it, Wednesday night, yeah. half off? Yeah, y'all? No, 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 no. No, no, no. So, like, at the hype at JMU, every Wednesday night, it was half off for college students. You never went? I didn't know Dude. That. Oh man. I was a regular. Every every Wednesday. Pancakes. Then did you know about the Nicole? Mm-mm. Damn. Every do you want one Nicole? No, oh, no, I'm okay. Thank you. Okay. Next question. Next question. Oh damn, we were talking about our, our young being young, huh? Well, <laughs> next question is you guys have a lot of sisters in your family. All three of you guys. Do you, if you think, do you notice any differences between your family dynamics or how you guys are as people versus other families that either are single family childs or, yeah, or only children or households that are, have mainly guys in them? Is there any difference, you think? Yeah, I think uh, if you're an only child, you're definitely, I feel, I feel like personally you would be spoiled more. If you if you have parents, you, you only have to take care of one kid. You're not gonna fucking you gotta pamper them and you know spoil them and all that shit. When you have like a multi child like uh, household, kind of like uh, I guess you kind of blend in with the pack, right? So it's like no no one kid is like getting super special treatment and stuff like that. So it kind of like all blends in and shit. But you know it's different from like a single childhood household. For my my opinion, that's what I think. Uh, but it could be different. Do you think that affects how people are when they grow up, essentially? Yeah. So, like, I had to do a lot of shit, like, independently. Like, I had to, like... So, my mom worked, you know, 2 to 10, and my dad, uh, they separated. So, I had to, like, learn how to, like, make food at 6, you know, how to do my own homework. Nobody was helping me and shit. So, like, mm-hmm. I had to, like, learn on the fly and shit. Like, um, there's no... I mean, I just didn't have enough attention on me, I guess. So, I feel like when you're in a, you know, single-child uh, household... Get all the attention. I feel like so. That's my opinion. In what aspect? What do you mean? Like, what dif- What difference? What do you mean? Versus a single, an like, only child and a child that had a bunch of siblings. Okay, so based off of your friends or 
other families that you see that might have one sibling in it or one one child in it or like like you mentioned you had all older sisters so if they just had a household of four boys one girl or three boys one girl or two boys one girl versus all girls is there a difference you think and if there is a difference how do you think it affected you i feel like from a social aspect with having i mean for me at least like having three sister, three four sisters um it definitely helped me what do you how do you how do you say this like from a social aspect i'm a lot more sociable because let's say you're like a single child you don't really have as many people to talk to right mm-hmm. you have any people to learn from they also helped me like i would i would pretty much mimic everything that they did from a like from a style per- perspective um in school like they were all really good in school. They all they all have really good style. Like they have, you know, they're really successful. So I felt like they pushed me to like live up to their level. Mm-hmm. And if if I was an only child, I wouldn't have that like standard mm-hmm. to kind of to kind of try to reach. Mm-hmm. You know. So it made you more driven, you think, being in the I household. Think so. Okay, that's good. What about you, Nicole? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think about it like kind of taking both points that they're talking about, like. If I was an only child, I don't. My, I think my parents, growing up, their parenting style was very hands off. So if I was alone, I think if I was an only child, I'd be even more alone because I wouldn't have my siblings to learn and grow from. Um, and I feel like extremely grateful to have the sisters that I do because I, I know I'm in a very particular, like, specific situation where me, like my sisters are my best friends. And so if I think about it, if I had only brothers, I don't know if I'd be as close to my siblings. Cause like, I, I love my brother, but like, I tell my sisters things I would never tell my brother. Mm-hmm. And some, and sometimes I tell my sisters things I don't even tell my friends. Cause like they're, they're like the closest people in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think if I grew up alone, like, I just don't know who I would lean on truthfully. Like I would have to lean more on my friends cause I don't, I wouldn't go to my parents. So it's very interesting to think about. I got a comment. Um, Christian, we're almost the same age. So I want to see if you agree. I feel like when you talk about like you and your brother don't really talk like that, but you and your sister are really, really tight. I think that as you get older, like as your siblings, as siblings, you get tighter and the things that you thought you couldn't tell them in the past, you start divulging them into the future. Like in my twenties, there was a lot of stuff I did not tell my sister and I lived with my sister for a really, really long time, but it just felt like because she was a girl, I was like, I don't want you, I don't want to talk about it. But now there's not one thing I can't tell my sister. So I think it's different. Do you agree, Christian? Yeah. Growing up and I didn't go to UVA for this reason because I, I didn't want to party with my sister. <laughs> <laughs> but like after college, like we partied together all the time. Like I felt like it wasn't, it was different, mm-hmm. you know, um, in terms of like the closest sister to me is about a year and three months. So we're, you know, I'm about to start a family. She's, she's had a family. So we are very close in terms of learning from what, what she's learned as a mom um, so we we have definitely gotten closer in that aspect, like every stage of life, like whatever. She's always first, you know. Like she went to college first. I learned her. I learned from her on how to how to how to function in college, and mm-hmm. now she's, you know, a mom of a mother of two. Like she's to me the the epitome of like the perfect like family and mom. So I w- I want to mimic that. 
I'll look, I'll look up to her. That's sweet. Christian said he parted with his sister. Have you ever parted with your sister? Fuck yeah. All right, all right. I have a question. Well, yeah, but like way when I was older though, like 26, not like when I was younger. Okay, I have a question for you guys. Did you, did your sisters ever like play wing woman for you guys? Like say y'all got to find a cute joy. Like when you were single, Christian, you're like, oh, no. that girl cute. And your sister's really like, I got you and go talk to the girl and talk you up. Yeah, dude. I was so it's funny you say that. So I was in I was in Vietnam, like. Um, oh, Vietnam! Passport, <laughs> bro. We've come back uh, full circle. It was, it, was, it was a 2019 or whatever, and like we we getting like bottle service because it's like mad cheap and shit out there, and like my sister was just pulling this cocktail waitress over, this cocktail waitress over, like just just gassing me up and shit. I was like, all right, no, but you know I'm good. But she, she was definitely trying to put me on. Oh, she oh actually in Seattle too. She was definitely putting me on because uh, we went to some. Um, some Vietnamese concert or some shit, and there was a singer, and she like knew the singer or something. So she brought her over to the table and shit. She stay gassing me up, like. Did so you anybody, do anything? Huh? Did you do anything? Oh no, nah, they they're like pals, bro. I couldn't. I, I, no, it's not that. It's like I I didn't know how to communicate with them. It, was okay. like, it, it would just be like me talking to a wall because I don't know I don't know what they're saying. They don't know what I'm saying. So it was like you can't just, speak Vietnamese. Tough. I can speak Vietnamese, but like. Google Translate, baby. I can't like speak it that well. You know, I can speak it with my mom and dad at home. You know, that's about it. But it, 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 was, it was definitely a barrier, like straight up barrier mm. and stuff. But she definitely tried, though. She tried. Mm. What about cool. Nicole? You did you have a party with your brothers? So definitely party with my sisters. If you guys can't tell, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my brother, I mean, he. So the thing is, like most of my partying that I do is raves, and so me and my sisters all like the same music, except for like the oldest one, but that gap is just a little different. Um, my brother did like that music at one point. I mean, a couple weeks ago, I was in Denver and I was trying to get him to go see Zed's Dad with me. And he's like, I saw Zed's, Dad ba- Zed's Dead back in like 2013 when they were like $20 okay. to go see. Meanwhile, I paid like a hundred bucks to go see them. He's like, I'm not doing that. So I have once parted with my brother, but mainly just parted with my sisters now. Do you ever try to put him on? Um, No, but he does have a girlfriend now, so. What about your sisters? My sisters, for sure, they try to set me up with anyone they can. But I'm like, <laughs> you remember one time, like before COVID? Yeah, before COVID, I asked you because at the time we were just talking about like it happened to be talking about zodiac signs, right? And you brought your little sister Nam to Dara's, and I I asked you, I was like, hey, what's Nam's uh, zodiac sign? And you know what she said? You're like, she's a Cancer. Are you interested? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like exactly what how Nicole would say it. Are you interested? <laughs> I got raised with the That's exactly what she did. She yeah. was like, yeah. and you're like, yeah, she's a cancer. Are you interested? Yep. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm asking for somebody else because they're interested. And I said they were a good match too. Yeah. No, I do remember that. And it is funny too because I could feel like any guy that my sisters are friends with or any guy that I'm friends with, I'll be like, try and set them up or they will try to set me up but now all my sisters are in relationships so a the boy next to you is compatible with your sister what Mia? Yeah. Well, that, well, that park bro the <laughs> fuck I was chilling here what's my sign dog you know? you're Pisces yeah you, you know hey I'm telling you Pisces Cancer it's a great match. It is one of the best matches you can find. 
about to be brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just hey, kidding. my mom makes good I'm Vietnamese soup. <laughs> 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 hey, hey you did say you like, so, you like that oh, bumble way. Oh, you're right. You're right. He's like, I married you for this. <laughs> Not for you. I married you for the food. That's it. I'm sorry. Full disclosure, it was Nia. It was? No, 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 it wasn't. I, I know who it was, and it wasn't Nia. I know, I know. I know exactly not. who it was. I remember. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Yeah. I'm just fucking with you. All right, all right. Wait, just has, has Angela ever tried to set you up? Or wingman, wingwoman you? No. But wingman she did for you? She didn't wing... No. She did for you. No, it wasn't like that, though. It wasn't like an intentional wing woman. She, but she kind of, because right. she made it known that. No, it was it was like she was at a modeling shoot or something like that. And uh, she whipped out her phone and like I was on her phone. And I think twice her makeup artist was like, oh, your little brother's cute. Or like, he's really attractive. Then another one of the girls who was there was like, oh, yeah, he's really cute. And that's the reason why. Wait. Makeup artist? Like her, the person doing her makeup for something. Oh. And then okay. while she was there, there was another model. They both thought I was attractive. So that's the only reason why that one of them ended up IG politicking me. Mm. Nah. Angela never did Wait, that IG politic? What is I don't that? get, I don't get girls. <laughs> you said what's IG politicking? Cap. Yeah. What Wait, is that? Cap. You know, when you follow some girl, wait for them to follow you back, they follow you back. You like like two, three of their photos and they like th two, three of your photos. Oh. You, you and then you, on, you poke them on Facebook. Yeah. You do that type <laughs> of stuff. Then you politic them. Oh, damn. Learn something today. Yeah. Wait, you just explained the whole thing? The IG politics. Yeah, you follow them. They follow you back. You you like a couple of their photos. They like a couple of your photos. Then you, then you start the, the Throw out the feelers. Yeah. It's like, it's like okay. what you call it. You, um, I think it was like you had to like two. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm intentionally liking your pictures. And then if you really want to get their attention, you like three. Or you go really way back. I don't know about I think it's like the three most recent. So it's like, yeah, so it's like what, like what Jay said. You see a girl you like, you hit them with the follow, you wait for the follow back, or sometimes you can like hit them with a follow and you like like two pictures, and that way they like oh they see the three in concession like okay, all right cool he's interested and if she's about it she'll follow you back and might like one of your pictures and then from there you wait like until she posts a story and you just reply to a story and that's how you slide into the DMs. Yep. IG politics. Yep. Is that, that is that what you guys do? No, all right, this is because no, I because just learned I, about I, this. How that happen? Yes. I'm like, why are they doing this? Yes. Wow, you cr you cracked the code. <laughs> I would totally fall for that. <laughs> no, you're so right. I, but it has to be the three most recent, because then you're not that creepy. See, that's what I said. Three most recent. Three most recent. Because yeah. like, if I'm going like three swipes down or ten That's swipes down. Crazy. Like, then I'm like, from, you're weird. Yeah. You're like, Dan, okay. you went to all my joint. But yeah. you want to be like, oh, oh sure, sure. it's like two, like, oh, wait. If you like one, you might miss it. You got two, you might question it. Three, three. it's like, you're oh, they're trying to get my attention. So, like, you look at them, you scope a little, you like, oh, he cute. Hit him with the follow, hit two likes, and then you wait for the DL. Yeah, I would fall. I would fall for that. Have you, have you fallen for that? <laughs> no, no one's DM'd me yet, but they have liked the three most recent <laughs> pictures. And I'm like, what are you doing? Now I'm you like, know. Hey, waiting for a story. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Never had. They are waiting I mean, for a story. That's, that's that's how it that's how it works. I'm I'm the wrong person. That's never I've never worked. It's never worked for me. It's only worked once for me. Worked never once. worked for me. I am with that person that you were referring to. Oh, okay. This was easier because yeah, they set it up, and then I didn't know about it. And then 
she followed me. I said, Angela, who is this person? She said, oh, that's my friend. She thinks you're cute. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I followed her back. And I followed her back. She liked three of my photos. Like three of mine. I was like, oh, okay, word. Like, and that's when Brandon first brought to me, oh, she ID politicking you. And I was that's, like, yeah, what? Right. I was like, okay. And then I liked two of her photos. And then that night, we were going out to D.C. to soundcheck. Back in the good old days. We were going to soundcheck. And she posted a photo of her taking a selfie in a mirror. And like some very high, just a very nice dress. Okay, it was a very nice outfit. And I was like, oh, where you, where you, uh, are you going to be out in D.C. tonight? She's like, yeah, I am. And then later, I, I didn't see that the message because Soundcheck has terrible service. And then by 1 a.m., I saw it and then I messaged her. Low key, when like, I feel like when y'all doing that IG politics stuff, like, Nicole, you can tell me if I'm wrong. When you know somebody is like doing something for you and you about to go out and they about to go out, you intentionally post a picture of the outfit of the night picture, looking looking cute, you know, in the, something like a mirror selfie, waiting for them to get that response, hit you with the the DM. <laughs> yeah. Your stories going out are always for someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're not just random. I know. I keep that in mind. I keep that in mind. <laughs> do, you, do you post stories and just like scroll through all your uh, views to uh, see if they liked it or looked at it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yup. She just waited. He saw it. What's the point of posting a story? <laughs> didn't see it. Hey, it's true. hey, guys do that too. Guys do that too. I, I saw something the other day. Girls flex with their body, their picture, or like how they look. Guys flex with their lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So if you're a girl, oh, I'm out. Here's my bikini or here's my outfit of the night. Guys, it's, yo, this is me driving my nice car. Yo, this is me out the club. I got bottles. Or this is me in some faraway place. Yo, I'm traveling or something like that. Or I'm I'm about to hop on a jet on a plane right now. They they are fishing with their lifestyle. Girls are fishing with their appearance. Did you uh, post yourself riding a helicopter? No. You should have, man. Should've. I, I, I hate cloud, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not posting for cloud or none of that shit. I'm I respect not, that. Not, not He's modest. That. I respect that. Honestly, low key, I think that if you like putting yourself out too much, it's kind of a turn off, right? As, as as a girl, like if you see yeah. this guy doing too much, it's like, all right, he's he's trying to like maybe compensate for something, mm-hmm. or he's trying to do too much or whatever. But if you're kind of like in moderation or, or like. You don't post nothing for months, but then you post one picture and you're like, ooh, what's that? You got to be mysterious too, right? You can't be yeah. like That's yeah. flexing all the goods and shit. You never yeah. want them to know that the story was for them. You got to be smart about it. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, on that, I actually saw somewhere it says that women don't fall in love with guys. They fall in love with the idea of a guy. Absolutely. That's 100% true. That's why. So I'm about to crack this code here. They say, why do nice guys always finish last? It's because nice guys always make themselves too available. You're so available to the point where women basically know everything about you. You hit them with the good morning text at the same time every single day. Hit you with the good night text. Same time every single night. So you leave no mystery, right? You got to vanish like a ghost. <laughs> give, some, give a woman some mystery to think about you. Especially if they're an overthinker, they come up with scenarios like, I wonder if he's going out. I wonder how, what type of bitches he's talking to. Who's in his DMs? You're right. You're right. 
true or false? Very true. I mean, it's it's tough to admit, and like women won't admit this, but they want to fix something always. So it's like if you just give too much of yourself or you're just too easy and too nice, they're like, well, I don't have to do anything. And now I'm bored. It's a little toxic, but it's just by nature how we are. Do you, do you Have you heard they say guys are the same way? That's why guys and girls... Like, not like toxic traits, but they are somewhat into like those toxic traits. Like a girl is like guys kind of like the, the damsel in distress a little bit. Like, I'm sorry, guys kind of like the damsel in distress versus the girl who has it all put together. Not saying all, a lot of guys do like the girl who has a, the damsel in distress. I'm not trying to date a dude, bro. Yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> the problem. Like, you know how people say, you, you can't save these girls, man. But like a lot of guys, they trying to save someone. Just like a lot of girls are trying to, are, are trying to, help somebody or fix somebody yeah they like a challenge and it's like i guess it kind of goes back to maybe just like how your parents raised you and like how you see love and what you model your future relationships from based on like what you know growing up so i think yeah it's what we learned from our parents too wait when you have a question now that you mentioned that when you say we learn from our parents are you saying when our parents showed their affection to us or like when it, what made us feel like some form of fuzzy feeling whatever it was when they were trying not to fix us but were they would provide us with something like that is that what you're trying to say i'm confused i feel like it's both it's like how they showed their love for each other because if you think about it your parents are the first people that you know anything about love from like mm-hmm. to, to each other like a man and a woman or whoever mm-hmm. um so and i think it also kind of comes from how they love you too because i mean growing up they're really shaping who we're becoming Mm-hmm. as people um so i mean for me personally like yeah I, my parents always fought growing up so like i was like that's, that's what love is so i'm like okay if it's if i'm not <laughs> not fighting with someone if i'm not being challenged what's the point mm-hmm. so it's things i think you grow and you learn out of with age and you date more people and you become wiser with dating but i think you know when we're younger that's probably why people like more toxic people okay but it can be reversed. Is that what you're saying? I think so. I mean, that takes a lot of reflection from within. So Okay. That's what I like to hear. This is actually kind of a tangent. But you know, we're talking about IG politics. I saw Christian and his woman uh, headed off. <laughs> <laughs> IG Rizla. politics king Rizla. over here. Yeah. Did y'all know that? The way that Christian and his, um, his wife, that's how they headed off. The it was through IG. It was through IG politics. Kind of. Well, not... Entirely, but kind of. Yeah, so so me and Geraldine became IG friends in 2014 when Austin posted like an IG picture of, of us together and he tagged me in it. She followed me. I was dating somebody at the time. But she wasn't. She was single. She followed me. I, just, I, I followed her back. Like for, for a good four years, like we just like liked each other's photos and stuff like that. And then I became single in 2018 and um, it was it, it was IG politicking like the stories. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like I could uh, I could tell like she knew I liked dogs and stuff like that, and she posted a picture of her dog, and that's when I that's when I slid in and made a comment, and that was that's how we like met. Like oh, that's why we started talking, and then we were like, oh cool, want to meet my dog? I have a question. Have you ever asked her, was that IG story for you? No. 
I will ask her. Oh, let's say you should ask. You should ask. You run home and be like, "Hey, remember like ten years ago? Was that story for me?" (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what you said. Every single story they post is for someone. Yeah, it really is. I think, or for a purpose, for sure. If you say no, you're a liar. (laughs) You're lying. You well, well, you see every post, like every thirst trap a girl makes, or like every post or every story. Say like thirst trap or activity that you're doing out. Like if you're going out, maybe okay. if you okay. post it yourself, reposting's okay. different. I don't really think that's for anyone. Okay. So that post of uh, that you post yesterday, who was that for? For me. It's just a bunch of cake. Like the things like for about like other people, that's so different. But like mm. things about yourself, like what you're doing, I feel like that should usually is for someone else. So I see, so like if a girl posts a picture of her at a cafe with a cup of coffee and a book, is that, is that for herself or somebody? Does she have a location? Yes. Maybe she's w- wants someone to look for her. Ooh. Uh, no, it's like, it's more like I'm sophisticated. Look at me. Yeah. Or, yeah, or that too. Yeah. There, there are a couple of different meanings, but there's always a meaning. There's not really any post for no reason. I'm about like. to analyze every single post <laughs> by every single story tonight. This person, what's this person posting for? Like, you can't even post anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, they might be thinking I'm doing something. Nope, I can't post that. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're mysterious and they want to fix you. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. What, so if you don't post? Yeah. Wait, fix you? As in, like, fix you in a way that, like, they want to, like, see why you're not posting? No, and they just like you're so mysterious. They need, now they need to know more about you. So they're like they're so much more curious about you. Yeah, mm. interesting. I mean, Nia, Nia's right. Don't post anything. How are they gonna know what you're doing? I think all the guys here don't really post a lot. Yeah, I just hate attention, man. I, I, to be honest, I, I'm curious about Nia because I, I never see. I'm like, what's Nia doing? I never see Nia. <laughs> I never see <laughs> unless he's reposting something that we all do as yeah. a group. He's never posting anything. To be honest, I think yes. most yeah. of my IG stories are reposts. I I just. Yeah. Don't like one. I don't like attention, and like, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a cloud chaser. I'm not trying to flex my life. I, I agree with that. I, I mean, I know what I. You know, I know my life. Nobody else needs to know. The important so. people that that are in your life know your life. So. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck. Some, some people overdo it. They got like they got the like fucking drink, and then they got the wheel like their uh, the car logo and shit on it and stuff like that. And like they're just like flexing too much. Or like if they have like a, like a Louis Vuitton or some shit like that, like they just put it on the side of the table or something like that. I'm like, oh, that's too much. <laughs> that's just too much. Like, there's also, the, the, um, there's, there's just one tendency I see that usually when people are single, they post more, but the moment they get a significant other, they like, they vanish. Just poof. That's facts. That is so true. That is facts. <laughs> this goes back to saying like, every post has a meaning for somebody. Do you think or it has an intention for something. Do you think that goes for guys and girls? That when guys yeah. are... Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. So when guys and girls are single, they're posting a ton. When they're not single, they don't post at all. I also think that sometimes I do see some girls that post a lot about their relationship. And from what I've seen from like friends or other people I don't know that well, that's usually when the relationship is really, really bad. So over-posting your relationship... Yep. That is something people should look out for, too. I actually saw someone say that this is usually the ones that are looked the happiest are actually the worst. Yeah. So exactly what you're saying. The most toxic. Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like there are definitely people that I, I like would comment and like when I see them in person, I was like, wow, you and your boyfriend look so happy. She's like, we're not. I'm like, oh, my God. 
<laughs> Why are you posting like you are? Like, and just pretending, so. It's like signaling. Like, so people, people want what they can't have. Yeah. Shit, so, like, <laughs> more people slide in the DMs or something. That's why you and Jeremy don't be posting a lot. Just every here and there. Y'all post, like, actual monumental events. Like, your first kid, your wedding, your honeymoon, yeah. your, a, baby a bump, weekend trip. Baby bump. <laughs> Holding the baby bump. Yeah, like, y'all, y'all post meaningful stuff. Not like, oh, we're going to the grocery store together. That, yeah. No, that's you're, you're trying to compensate for something there. Mm. Christian right, posts uh, FXA highlights, <laughs> <laughs> interceptions and shit. Oh, I do no got one. a question. Um, how do you feel? Because I've seen this in in, um, in some IGs too. Some people have like a multi-year relationship. Like they'll have a significant other for like many many years and never ever ever have a single post of their partner. How do y'all feel about that? Oh, they're not proud of them. Not even like a significant, like an anniversary post, or, or they have like, or they have like their hand. Well, yeah. Yes. How frequent? How frequently do they post to that? I mean, that's something to take into consideration. So do they post like every day, and then just not have a <laughs> this is not anybody in particular. I'm just saying generally, there are instances where I've noticed where like there is one person I'm thinking about. I, I, we're thinking about the same person. There's one person <laughs> I think about. They've been dating this person for years. But their partner is non-existent on their profile. See, that's tough because I it, it really depends on the situation because I sometimes I feel like people won't post their significant other because they're like, well, what if we break up? And then they don't want to have to like because truthfully, if you're posting a relationship all over social media and then all of a sudden you break up, I think you owe the people an explanation because you're gonna <laughs> put your relationship on blast like that. So I deserve to know why you broke up. So I feel like <clears throat> I almost respect people that don't post their significant other because they're just trying to keep their personal life private and they don't want everyone to know like when things are really shitty. So I, re- it, I would very much respect a woman who only posted her significant other when they got engaged. What, and that's what, what I would if, like to do. What if they're the posting thirst traps at, at the same time? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, like, I think girls should do whatever they want and dress however they want. It, it, when when they're in a relationship too, like it doesn't matter, but I guess it really depends on the thirst trap. I would agree with what she said. There's a, there's levels to thirst traps. Yeah. Depends. You know, not a nice evening gown on a date night. Not that's not trap. that bad. That's not, not, not that's, that's, right. that's not really a thirst trap. I got one. Nicole, you a big rave girl. What if you had a significant other when you, in the future, when you do get your man, your future hubby, he on the way, right? And you go to a rave or a festival, and all you wear are pasties and nothing else. Maybe some come your thing. Is that too much? You don't post your man because you haven't gotten the ring yet, but you post yourself with like an all very, very revealing rave outfit. I just, I'm not going to change the way I dress whenever I find a boyfriend at shows because that's how I like to dress. So if I am dating a man that won't let me wear what I want to wear, I simply will not date him. Okay. Jonah Hill. Damn. What? Yeah, yeah, what you didn't hear about Jonah Hill? Yeah, I heard about uh, him. What happened? He was dating that surfer girl. And I, I think I heard of he it. Was, oh, yeah, and he got mad at she was, like, wearing a bathing suit. and She's, like, like, a surfer. Yeah, she was like, wait, what are you talking but about? That's my I career. wasn't okay with her, like, putting him, on, putting him on blast, but, like, the surfer stuff she's been a surfer and he wasn't cool with her having like oh yeah, yeah that's kind of dumb i don't know what he's I don't, I don't see his argument he was he was a little tripping too much i agree with you though yeah. i agree with you 100 like 
I mean, if you're doing everything you need to do and then the relationship's good, you got nothing to worry about. Let your girl do what you want to do. Like, thinking about it, like, I don't, I wouldn't want to change, but I I can see the concern if, like, a girl was dressed very conservatively and then all of a sudden she had a boyfriend and then started dressing, like, a little less conservatively. I'm like, Mm -hmm. but why? I That's, I think, the only reason I would question or, like, the only thing I would question. Um, But other than that, like, dress however you want. I feel like that would only fuck up, like, rocky relationships. If you're, like, a stable relationship... What, it doesn't matter. Like the trust is there, everything's good, right? So why I agree. Matter? Would you let your girl dress like that? Yeah, I'm not gonna tell her. I mean, I can't tell her what to do. I mean, I can tell her my opinions, and if she can, I mean, if she wants to take that into consideration, then that's great. But if she doesn't, I'm not gonna tell her no. I yeah. agree. Yeah, because I mean, I can say with full confidence, I dress for myself when I go to these shows. Like, I don't dress for men whatsoever. I actually think I dress for other women so they can compliment my good outfits. <laughs> you, is, you begin hell at compliments? Oh yeah, of course. Nicole, I work Nicole. hard on my fits. Nicole, you get some, you have some good rave outfits. Yeah, I, I, I carefully pick them out for who, sure. So who works harder, you or Nam? Oh, Nam, she makes her own outfits. I'm just buying those. Like, I'm I'm making the money to buy the outfits. She's getting the fabric from the fabric store and starting from scratch with the sewing machine. Did it sh- she made y'all matching outfits once? She did for Izu. Um, she's making me an outfit for my next festival in August, so I'm really excited about that. So you said you were retired. You said I'm going next what, what, what festival are you going to? Retire except for Elements. <laughs> we'll try again next year. You literally just said, I'm retired. And now you said, yeah, my festival in August, which is next month. I'm retired in July. <laughs> of next year? Of this year. Of this year. And just, I'll try just for a month. A reset in August. She's retired for the month, not for the year. Oh, so for the after month. August, do you have any more festivals? Uh, just one more, and then I'm done which for the one, year. Which one's the other, other uh, one? October, I'm going to Huluween in Florida. Huluween? Ooh. Yeah. It's like a Halloween one. Who's headliner? Hulu. Oh, I don't know. There's a bunch of people. Like Pretty name. Lights is, I think, one that everyone's Ooh, excited about. True. John Summit will be there. Everyone knows him. Yeah. everywhere. You know, honestly, at ADC, he was not good. He, he just, it's just, the crowd sucks. Like, his music is good, but... The people that he attracts is horrible. Do you think it's because his online personality? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, Subjonics was great though. I'll, I'll talk about that. Who? Subjonic, like uh, Subtronics and uh, John Summit back to back. That shit was oh, great. Oh. did you go to that or did you see it online? Nah, I saw. I saw. Yeah, <laughs> I walked past that crowd in the very back of Circuit nope. Grounds. Like, wasn't even near the entrance, and I was like, I can't even walk. It was a madhouse there. And yeah. I was like, I try. I ran out of there so fast. Yeah. When we were there, we were like, it was. It's. It's art. Like when we went to see him last. Not last. Yeah. Yeah, last year when he was at EDC, he was actually, that was when Jesse was, and I, it was the first time we heard him. It was like when he just started to blow up a little bit. Jesse and I was like, this guy kind of slaps. He's not bad. And this year I was like, yo, it's ridiculous in here. What happened? His song played so many times. Hey, we coming up on the time. But before we end, I have a question for Christian and Neo. So y'all come from a household where you guys are the only guy and all sisters. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever in your life Ever wish you guys had a brother? Well, when I was younger, absolutely. Fuck yeah. I wish I had a like brother like, you know, look up to and like talk about. But, you know, when I went to like college and shit, I had I'm really close with my brother in laws and shit. So like any like time I got in trouble and shit, I would just, you know, call them. I wish I had that when I was younger. Cause like growing up as a teen, it was just kinda uncomfortable because they're in like their like late twenties and shit when I was like a teenager. And so it's kinda like I want to. I don't want to bring this up to them because it's kind of fucking weird and shit, right? So like, I wish I had some like a brother would be under more understanding and shit, because he would have gone through what I've been through and like can like give me advice on this and that. But like, I wouldn't want to bring up some of the shit to my sisters. It'd just be kind of weird. I don't know from my perspective. So 
Yeah, I wouldn't change anything, but I actually was supposed to have a younger brother, like a year younger than me. Um, and he passed away when he was like three months old. Mm. But I all, I'm always curious, like if he was still around, he'd, he'd be a year younger than me and we would have pretty much been like you two. Mm. Um, yeah, curious about it, but honestly, I, I feel like my life would have been completely different if he was, if he, if he was still around. I, w- I probably wouldn't be the same person. Mm. You're right, 100%. Okay. That's all I want to know. Is that all the questions? That's all the questions. Well, go ahead. I take all the girls for me. Go ahead and end it. Well, thank you guys for watching. Um, Let us know if you have any questions. Let us know if you want us to bring these beautiful people back. They will be back. Until next time, peace. Click click here to subscribe. Click somewhere. (laughs) Click somewhere to subscribe. I don't even know know where it is at. (laughs) True.